Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, Addicted to Personal Transformation. I pray that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. Today, I want to take you on a little journey. I want to tell you a little story. Some of you guys have probably already heard the story and you'll recognize it right away. But if you don't, just follow me on this journey and uh, I promise you we're going to get to an amazing destination. So I want to tell you a story about a young lady that um, she, she lost her husband. And you know that when you lose people in your life that you're devastated, you're going through grief and you're going through a lot of pain and sometimes we don't know how to emotionally deal with that pain um, even for years and years and years down the road. But she had a mother-in-law that was an amazing woman. But of course, she had lost her husband and she had lost her sons and she was devastated. And she thought that her life was over. And she had lived in the city for a while with her husband and her children. And, um, you know, when the passing of her husband and her children came, she decided that she wanted to go back to her hometown. And a lot of times when traumatic situations happen in our lives, you know, we revert back to to what we know, right? But sometimes... when we go back to our home or we go back to what we know, it could be good or it could be bad, right? And so she decided she wanted to go back home. Well, her sweet little daughter-in-law says, you know what, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you. Wherever you go, I'm gonna go. And of course, the mother-in-law said, no, you're young, you stay here. And you live your life. And she says, no, I'm going with you. Now keep in mind that this this young lady had no idea where she was going. She did not know what her future looked like. I'm sure she had a lot of limiting beliefs. I'm sure she probably told herself, I don't know what I'm doing. I have nowhere I'm going. I am so lost. And, you know, she too had just lost her husband. So she was grieving herself. But for some reason, she felt the urge to go with her mother-in-law. So they traveled to, you know, um, the mother-in-law's hometown. And I'm sure this young lady was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for work. You know, where are we going to live? Where are we going to work? How are we going to feed ourselves? How are we going to clothe ourselves? You know, and she decided she was going to go find whatever job that she could. Well, she ended up going behind people in a field and picking up what they were dropping just so her and her mother-in-law could eat every day. Think about that for a second. How many times in life have you felt like You were running the race and you were last. You were picking up what everybody else was dropping. You didn't feel like you were getting anywhere. And, you know, eventually 
she was able to meet a man that saw which, that she was picking up grain behind his other workers. And he instructed them to drop more grain so that she would have more to pick up. And she was grateful for that. And that represents the good breaks that we get in our lives sometimes. You know, we may be thinking that we're running, you know, last in the race. We may be thinking that nobody sees us, nobody appreciates us. But we are seen. And we are appreciated by the people who are supposed to appreciate us. And so... She went home and she told her mother-in-law what had happened that day. And, you know, if you live in a small town, you'll understand. But, um, you know, her mother-in-law's like, oh my goodness, I know him. I know him. And she instructed him to go to his house that night and lay at his feet. Now, if you guys don't know what story I'm talking about, I'm talking about the book of Ruth. In the Bible, it is probably one of my most favorite books ever. Um, I love this story because this Ruth, this young girl, left everything that she knew. Okay, maybe to you, you were in an addiction for a long time. Maybe you were in prison for a long time. Maybe you just got a divorce or maybe you lost someone that you love, right? And you think that... You have absolutely nothing left, right? What are you going to do now? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I am totally lost. And I'm sure that's exactly how Ruth felt as well. But for some reason, she kept pushing. And when Naomi told her to go to Boaz, Boaz's house, and lay at his feet that night, She did what her mother-in-law, Naomi, instructed her to do. And to make a long story short, they ended up eventually getting married. And I tell the story, not because of the love story part of it, but I tell the story because oftentimes in life we feel like we're running last in the race. Nobody sees us. Nobody cares about us. Nobody appreciates us. And, you know, a lot of times we are appreciated. We are loved. We are seen. But because people are not telling us and giving us those um, reassuring uh, thoughts that, hey, I see you or, hey, you're doing amazing, we begin to feel like um, we, we don't matter. And that is a big, big thing when you are coming out of an addiction or when you're coming out of prison. And a lot of times people will get off track because they don't understand it. But one thing that we have to understand is that the people that we want to support us, they don't understand either. And That in itself is hard to understand, right? So people know the old you, right? So if Ruth would have stayed in her hometown, she would have been known as the woman who lost her husband. She would have been known for the 
for um, as the woman who you know never got to have children or you know the woman who is you know single and in that time you know um, you know that was unheard of for for uh, you know women of that time and you know she would have had a lot of labels on her which is what we experience as an addict or as, as someone coming out of prison or if we have mental health issues or you know whatever <clears throat> whatever it is right we have these these labels that are put on us and we have to learn to break out of these labels because we think oh we're the last in line we're the last in the race but let me tell you something who cares if you're last who cares because even though the first person in in, in the race may be winning guess what you're still running right? You're still in the race. Even though you're last, you haven't quit. You're still running your race. And that's what matters. Especially when God is looking down upon you and he sees that you're running and you may be in last place, but trust me when I tell you, he's, he's watching you because you're still running, right? He, he's, he may be worried about the person that's in first place, but really, he's looking at the people that's last because those are the people that need him the most, right? So he's, he's watching over you and he's guiding you and he's, he's you know, breathing his, his, his blessings into you. And I, um, you know, I, I had a difficult time with this. I had a difficult time with, you know, feeling like I was last place feeling like I didn't matter, feeling like nobody saw me, feeling like I was, um, you know, I was stoned by these labels of society because I was an addict or I was in prison. Um, and, and I, you know, didn't have a, a master's degree and I didn't have um, a nice car or a nice apartment or, you know, whatever it is that, that we allow society to label us with. But Ruth is such a good example of diligence. She is such a good example of diligence because we may have to come out of prison and take that job that we didn't want, right? We may have to come out of prison and humble ourselves because our family is relentlessly um, talking about us or putting us down or telling us we're never going to make it, right? We're never going to make it. We're never going to be anything in life. Nobody's ever going to hire you. You're never going to get an apartment. You're going to go back to prison. Like all of these things that people put on us when we come out of a situation. But if we show the diligence of Ruth in our lives and we are last in the race and we are fighting and fighting and fighting our way to even get to fifth place right? We're just fighting our way. We're still running, but we're fighting and we're fighting and we're fighting. And then the next thing we know, we hit the finish line. And what I mean by the finish line is you get that apartment that people said that you could never get. You get that job. You get that degree. You start a foundation. You start a business. And you're winning, when everybody saw you as last place, but you kept fighting, you kept diligently 
running your race. You kept diligently focusing on your recover recovery. You kept diligently doing that schoolwork every day. You kept diligently working that business every day. And now you're coming in in one of the winning spots when everybody in the world told you that you couldn't do it. And that's the same as Ruth, right? She was picking up grain that people were dropping just so that she could have something to eat. And then she was noticed, right? When I mean noticed, I mean she got the job, right? We got the job. Or we got accepted into into a college. Or we started a business, right? We were noticed. And then as we keep running and keep progressing in our lives, and our lives begin to change, other people may or may not be supportive of that. I'm sure that all of those people that were working that field that Ruth was in and dropping grain and picking it up, I'm sure that one of those people in that field was like, well, who does she think she is? Oh, she's going to be out here picking up what we're dropping, but then all of a sudden she's marrying the man we're working for? That's just favor for the diligence to keep fighting for her life when nobody else was fighting for her. That's just how God works. You know, we think sometimes that we have to have these perfect lives, that we have to do everything that society tells us to do or we're going to be a bad person or a bad mom or we're going to be an addict for the rest of our lives or we're going to be in prison for the rest of our lives or whatever the case may be. We allow society to put these labels on us and then we walk around like they are taped and glued to our forehead. But what people don't understand is that, you know, Jesus came for the sick. He didn't come for those people who think that they're perfect. Because if you think that you're perfect and your life is perfect, then what what do you need God for? So what I'm telling you today is break the labels off. Run your race. You don't have to run anybody else's race. You don't have to listen to what everybody else in the world is saying about you. Okay? Because you don't have to worry about their opinions. Their opinions of you do not matter. What matters is that you have confidence and you have belief in yourself. Ruth may have not have had all the confidence in the world. She may have not have been the prettiest girl. Or she may have not have had the best education. But she fought diligently for everything that she wanted in her life. And as she diligently fought the good fight, she was blessed beyond measure. Because she kept pushing regardless of what people said about her. She kept pushing regardless of... um, you know, the labels that society put on her. 
And we have to get into that mentality that it doesn't matter what people say about us. Because when that curtain opens, we are going to be on that center stage. Not because someone put us there, but because we diligently fought to get there. So all the limiting beliefs that you're telling yourself today, if I do that, someone's going to talk about me. If I do that, I could fail. If I do this, then... um, you know, my parents or my brother or my sister, they're going to try to save me from, from, you know, whatever it is that I'm going after. You have to break out of that box that society and family and everybody puts you in. Because let me put it to you this way. If you listen to them and you allow them to dictate how you should live your life. You're going to live miserable for the rest of your life. You're never going to hit your full potential. You're never going to achieve that goal because you're always listening to what everybody else has to say. So today I want to encourage you to be like Ruth. Diligently run your race even if you're in last place because with your diligence, And your sacrifice. And if you drowned out what everybody is saying about you around you. And you stay focused on your vision. You stay focused on your prize. You're going to hit that finish line and be in first place. Because it doesn't matter what everybody else says about you. It matters what you say about yourself. So if you wake up every day and say, I got this, I can do this, I am awesome, I am powerful, I am capable, I am worthy. You're going to hit that finish line in first place. No matter how many people are running that race with you. So I encourage you today to break off the limiting beliefs Hit the gas pedal on the diligence and run your race with faith and with pride and know that you are a winner.